Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, if you have your Bible, turn to James chapter 5. We'll begin reading at verse 9. Again, that's James chapter 5, verse 9. And it reads, Do not grumble against one another, brothers, lest you be condemned. Look, the judge is standing at the door. Let me read that again. Do not grumble against or I say or complain. Do not grumble or complain against one another, brothers, lest you be condemned or judged. Look, the judge is standing at the door. So right away we see that God does not look. It is a sin to complain. God does not like us to complain. And that's what we're talking about in uh, this evening's Bible lesson, complaining. Complain. That is something that God does not like. Now, what is complaining? The online dictionary says it is the expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance with something. Again, the expression of dissatisfaction. You're dissatisfied by something or the annoyance. Something is annoying you or something is bothering you. But God does not like for us to complain. We look at the scripture. It says, don't grumble or complain against your brothers. Least you be judged. In other words, whatever you complaining them about or judging them about, according to the scriptures, someone else going to judge you on your on the same thing. And then it furthermore, it says the judge is standing at the door. In other words, God hears everything you do. There's no such thing as secret meetings. God can even hear you no matter where you are. You know, God hears you. But there's something else. When we complain, we license the enemy to attack us. We license the enemy to attack us. Now, you may say, uh, well, Brother Pastor, how does he attack us? Well, he can attack you in a number of different ways. He can attack your health, your wealth. He can stop you from being promoted through your complaining. Or you know what, what else he can do? He can alter the destiny for your life. He can alter the destiny for your life just through complaining. Now, what makes complaining so dangerous is that it, everyone does it. It's seemingly, it seems like it's harmless. You know, uh, oftentimes it comes under the guise of venting. Where in the scripture does it allow you to vent? Complaining is, is, it is a deceptive tool from the enemy. It is a deceptive tool from the enemy. And once again, it's with this tool that we condemn ourselves. In fact, one of the things that makes this, school, this tool so, so dangerous is that when you complain while your eyes are here, Focus on whatever you're complaining about. The enemy is taking from you. You can't even tell that he's taking from you. You know, you can't associate with you can't associate the complaining with why things are not working out in your life. Whether it's once again, it could be financially. It could be financial. It could be health. It could be your promotion. It could be once again, it could be uh, you can alter greatly alter the things that God has for you now. Let me give you an example of promotion. I heard this brother give his testimony. He said uh, he was on his way to give a huge presentation. There's some people who come down out from out of town 
to uh, listen to the presentation. But before he uh, uh, did his presentation, presented the presentation, um, he stopped at this brother's office. This brother wanted to talk to him. And that brother told that man all of the issues where the black brother sisters, how they were being mistreated. Well, the person giving the, the, the presentation got furious. He got angry. And so he said he went to give the presentation, but he had an attitude. He had a major attitude. And so he's going to, you know, gave the, the, the presentation kind of in a dry way and began to fuss with the people. You know, he gave example. He said, hey, can't you see it's right there? It's right there. It's just really a really bad attitude. Well, at the end of the presentation, his boss called him and said, man, what, what's going on with you? You know, what, what's going on? And so he began to tell the boss, you know, all the things that was on his chest, how he, they're mistreating the black folks and you're not doing us right and blah, blah, blah. And then his boss said, man, don't you know these people came, flew all the way here to promote you? Now let's look at it. Because of his complaining and him listening to someone else complain, he lost his promotion. But not only that, he looked really bad because the reason why the people flew from out of town to hear his presentation was to promote him. Look at this. He's a black man. The people flew in to promote him, but yet he took this borrowed offense and basically he was offended because he felt that they weren't promoting the black people, yet they came there too just to promote him. When you complain, the enemy can steal from you. He can steal from you and alter your destiny. So let's look at it. By this one thing with this brother, he lost his promotion. He lost part of his wealth because that promotion was to bless him financially. The enemy is very tricky, very subtle, and he'll stop at nothing to steal from you. But once again, complaining is such a major tool and successful tool the enemy uses because once again, it's widely accepted by everyone. No, once again, they don't see how the enemy is stealing from them when they complain. Now, there's something else. If you notice, most of the time when people complain, it has everything to do with either the, the leadership, the policies or procedures, the actions taken by the leadership, or sometimes, you know what? They're complaining about someone else who's following the leader. Listen, the enemy, oftentimes he will not waste his time on just complaining willy-nilly. Now, don't get me wrong. People will complain. Some people will complain about, it, about any and everything. But most of the time, they're complaining about the leadership or the actions of the leadership. Or, because what's the whole point? That's the quickest way the enemy can, can tear down something. The enemy can tear things down very quickly. You know, there's another thing that's, that, that, that's uh, very dangerous, why it's dangerous to complain. When you complain, the enemy has an inroad to your mind. So anytime the enemy wants to shake you or get you off, he'll just remind you 
or show you something that's not right seemingly. You know, where, where God talks about, basically I'm paraphrasing, you know, you're talking about things you don't even know about. You're judging things that you have not, you don't even know about it, but you have something to say about any and everything. Now, the enemy, once again, is very crafty. Oftentimes, let me say, he'll fool people. Now, there's nothing but complaining, but, but if you heard someone say, it's just my, my, I have the gift of discernment. <laughs> Sometimes they'll say, I have the gift of discernment. Now, there's something wrong when you only discern the bad. There's something wrong with that. Sometimes it sounds like this. They may say things like, I just like to tell the truth. Or, I call it like I see it. Oftentimes, they're just, that's just a fancy word for complaining. Just complaining. They want to vent or get something or want to have an opinion about something. And God does not like it. Once again, when they do that, they open up the door for the enemy to attack them. Once again, this complaining is so dangerous because only thing you need is one person. If you get one person that complains, that spirit of complaining, if you will, will spread throughout the camp. It can tear a church, a business, a company, a neighborhood. Only thing it is just, just one person that's just a complainer because they're going to see everything wrong about a situation. You know, I think it's quite interesting. Oftentimes, when I hear people complaining about something, whatever, I notice something. When I begin to say what's right about it, or in a nice way, you know, say, well, you know, you may want to think of about it this way, or, you know, to their defense, you may want to look, they have to deal with this, 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 and that. And if you be consistent with it, oftentimes people complain, they'll either shut up or they'll leave. <laughs> they'll either shut up or they'll leave because you know people who complain all the time they don't want to hear anything and they don't want to be around anything positive it's almost like a disease to them and once again we have to be very careful make sure we don't have ears to want to hear someone complain all of the time because it will affect you once again it can alter the very destiny that God has for you once again, people, are, they can't associate the complaining or see how it's directly affecting them or how the enemy is stealing from them. But look, there are several examples in the word of God, and I really want to use the children of Israel because it is vividly illustrated through the children of Israel. Complaining. We can see how the enemy steals from people just through the children of Israel. One of the first examples that can be found in Exodus chapter 5, verses 1 through 22, and it says the people complained to Moses that because of him and his talk of the promised land, Pharaoh made things worse for them. In other words, that story when, when uh, he told them to make the bricks without straw and they got very upset with Moses and they just got upset and they began to complain. You're making things difficult for us. And give you another example. The people complained and said to Moses, let us alone. Now, this was said 
or they reminded Moses of this when they were trapped by the Red Sea. They seemingly couldn't go forward. They was like, listen, weren't there enough graves in Egypt? They were just complaining. Remember, they always complain about the leadership. People complained in Exodus chapter 15 about the bitter waters. They complained about being hungry, and that's when God gave them manna. The people complained about being thirsty. And if you notice something about complainers, the Lord may let it slide for a little bit. We're talking about right here and in, in, in dealing with the children of Israel. But soon things began to happen to them. Because you think after, after God would, would uh, provide for them, you think they would learn a lesson, but no, they didn't. They just complain more. You know, have you ever met someone, you know, no matter what you did for them, it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. It didn't matter what you did for them. It just wasn't enough. I'm reminded of, uh, I know this individual, this person told me that they were on their job and, and they had to work during the 4th of July. Well, the company, you know, wanted to do something special for them, you know, working on the 4th. Now, you know, I believe that it was either time and a half or double pay one because they worked on a, on a, a major holiday. But outside from that, the company decide to, decided to uh, buy them food. And so what they did was they purchased a lot of ribs, hamburgers, and, and uh, hot dogs. And there are some people there on staff that could grill really, grill really well. And so they grilled the food. And when the food was done, you know, they said, well, look, the daytime shift, you all can have the ribs but save the hot dogs and the hamburgers for the night shift. Well, do you know the people begin to complain about it? Now listen, unless you just don't like pork or you have some health issues, most of the time people are going to run straight to the ribs. But they complained. They said, look, they didn't ask us if we didn't want any a hamburger or a hot dog. They just assumed that we wanted ribs. And the people began to complain you know, people will complain about any and everything, but if we look here, they were complaining about the decision given from uh, this decision that was given by the leadership. Once again, when people complain, most of the time it has something to do either directly or indirectly about the leadership. The enemy loves to use people to tear down the leadership and sow discord amongst the brethren. Now, let's get back to some other uh, situations as it relates to the children of Israel complaining. Uh, one, the people forsook the Lord and they began to worship the, the golden calf, and 3,000 people were lost their lives during that battle. And we notice it's beginning to cost them something now. It says the mixed multitude of the people complained about the food in Numbers 11. And the Lord sent a plague. Then it says Miriam and Aaron complained about Moses' leadership. Or we say like this. Or it was his leadership because they like, look, we can hear from God just like Moses. And they were also was talking about L Moses' wife because she was of African descent. Uh, she was a and so they had something to say about that. And according to the scriptures, the Lord uh, 
Miriam was plagued with leprosy. Plagued with leprosy. Then it says, another example, the people complained about how difficult it looked to conquer the giants. Now, do we know that? Now, let's look at something. Everything we've talked about as it relates to complaining, the people had issues with it, and they didn't see the results of them complaining. Now they're going about to walk into their destiny, the promised land, just like God told them, a land flowing with milk and honey. But because they had that complaining spirit, they missed out on God's best. They were focused on how tall the people were and how tall the walls were. They were complaining about the giants. But God said that they could take the land. God was with them, but they didn't see. You know, it's something about when you complain once again, the enemy have access to your mind in an inroad. And the enemy can have, can you can uh, get so accustomed of giving the enemy access to your mind, you won't even see when God is speaking to you or you won't recognize it as something that can happen. Only thing you can do is see the negative things and how you can't, why you can't do, why it won't work out. You don't have the ability to do it. Why? Because you're complaining. You're listening to that, that negative talk ear candy, if you will, from the enemy. So much so it changed their mindset and they were not able to to take hold of the promise that God had given them. You all complaining is a very dangerous thing. This altered their destiny. Why? Because they complained. They didn't believe in them in their, themselves. Or I should say it this way. They didn't believe what God's word said about them. Then it says the people complained again and wanted to kill Moses. They tried to select another leader. And they know they're getting bold. You know, it's something with the enemy. He'll get bolder and more bold. And now they're talking about sitting Moses down and we're going to kill you and, and, and get another leader. Y'all, I'm telling you, the enemy has no bounds. If you let the old people say, look, look don't let him in the car. If you, if you let him ride, he'll teach you how to drive. Listen, eventually he'll take, he'll push you out the car. The, look, complaining is a very dangerous tool that the enemy loves to use against us. He loves to use that tool against us. Don't let him do it. Another time, the key leaders rebelled against Moses, and this is in number 16. And the word of God says this is when the, the ground opened up and swallowed those leaders that was talking crazy against Moses. If you notice, once again, it's costing them something now. The people complained again and accused Moses of killing God's people. This is no, number 16 and 41. The Lord, Moses had to intercede for the people. And uh, God kills four, over 14,000 people. The people contend with Moses. Another example, the people contend with Moses again because of no water. And this is when Moses gets angry at the people. And instead of speaking to the rock, he struck the rock. And then when the last times we see the people or the children of Israel complaining was uh, they began to complain so much that the serpents began to come in the camp and bite them. And so that's when the Lord told him to make a bronze serpent and lift it up on a pole. And and if the people listen, if the people look to the bronze serpent, 
they were healed. Or you know what? They can keep their, their sickness and their illness and do what they want to do and complain and lose their life. Y'all, this is the point. The enemy only comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. Now look at the children of Israel. He stole their inheritance from them, the promise, and they ended up getting dying and just really destroyed that whole generation. The enemy only comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He can steal, kill, and destroy you by complaining. By getting you to complain. You all, complaining is so serious. It is such a serious matter because it's, once again, it's so dangerous because it spreads like wildfire. It will, it will spread so quickly and it can undermine, if you're not careful, the leader's not careful, it can undermine the whole purpose and plan that God has for them. That's why you have to deal with them. Some, sometimes you got to deal with them quickly and swiftly. And, um, God does not like when we complain, you all. Listen, when you complain, you give access, once again, to the enemy to destroy your life. So what's the point here? Do not complain. Remember the, the word of God talks about how you'll be judged. Listen, you're going to reap what you sow. The word of God says, let no corrupt communication, no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. When God gives us these commands, it's not for because he's trying to be mean or harsh. He's trying to keep the enemy from stealing from you. So once again, do not complain. Talk over with God and ask God, Lord, how should I handle the situation? The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you, but do not complain. Because when you complain, you'll open up the doors for the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.